the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way, you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic, and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. B7dev.com is the app development firm dedicated to helping entrepreneurs go from app idea to success because they understand startups and don't charge you huge fees just to get your app off the ground. Learn more at b7dev.com. What is up App Nation? Welcome to another YouTube live stream every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve P. Young, okay? Not Eric from Overpass Apps. I know some people are getting confused because we go live the same time, same channels on YouTube, but super excited to have everyone here. So good to see familiar faces. Today, we're going to talk all about iOS 14, the new IDFA rules, IDFA rules, and how do we adapt as app marketers? But before I do, I want us to give some shout outs to some people who are here. So Jao is here as well. How's it going, my friend? We've got Byron who says it's the first time tuning into this. I heard it's the place to be. You got it, Byron. Good. Let me know. It where is. It is. It's to be. It is. Steve is the man. <laughs> Bianca, hi guys. I'm excited to be here and learn from Steve. Everyone's great questions. Happy Friday. Always good to see you, Bianca. And then we've got Johan who's always here as well. And then we've got Warrior. Thanks for doing this, guys. Really appreciate it. I'm new to the app development. Shamath, this is one of the apps that we'll be taking a look at. I noticed. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. I checked so, them out. Without further ado, the person to my left is Shamath Rao. He is the CEO and founder of Rocketship HQ. If you're ready to get some performance marketing, digital marketing for your apps, Shamath has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to really growing apps. He's done it for previous companies he's worked for, and now he does it with his own agency. Shamath, welcome to the YouTube live stream. Yeah, excited to be here, Steve. Uh, yeah, you're, you're an inspiration, and you've been... I've been following and checking out your stuff for years now. Excited to be here. You got your own podcast as well. Yeah, it's the Mobile User Acquisition Show. You go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast fix. Check out the Mobile User Acquisition Show. Go ahead. Shmoff, I, I do want to say thank you for having your own the other podcast. I don't see us you know, competing in any other way. Anyway, I actually use that as an inspiration. I had Natalie on a couple of weeks ago on the YouTube live stream because I saw her on your podcast. I, I, like, I got to reach out to her. And so it was great to have yeah, her on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. All right, Shmoff. So kick it off, man. iOS 14, IDFA. What's on top, what's, what's on top of mind for you? Top of mind, uh, everything's going to change. Uh, it's you know, everything's going to change at a high level for folks who aren't super familiar with what's going to happen. Uh, Apple at this point, starting with iOS 14, Apple has said, you're going to make idea phase by opt in rather than opt out, which might seem like a somewhat simple change, uh, but that changes everything in mobile marketing. Just to give you a quick example of how that can impact you guys, right? Uh, you guys, if, you know, if you get to the stage where you're doing paid marketing, 
uh, you're basically running ads on Facebook, let's just say, right? And you're saying, look, hey, Facebook, this is, this is a lookalike. I want purchasers. Uh, I, want, uh, I want to optimize for purchasers. I want to optimize for high value users. Facebook knows, hey, these are the users that have made the most purchases in other apps. So they're gonna give you, show the ad to users who made purchases in other apps. And the way Facebook knows that is through IDFA, which is the device identifier. So if you have a phone, if you have an iPhone, uh, you have an IDFA just now, unless you've intentionally turned it off. So the vast majority of people haven't. So unless you've turned it off, your phone has a device ID, the IDFA, which Facebook knows. Facebook, because Facebook has your IDFA, Facebook knows, hey, this person's made purchases in a lot of apps, we will show them relevant targeted ads. What happens with iOS 14? Uh, with iOS 14, as soon as you log in, uh, as, as soon as you open an iOS 14 compatible phone, you get a pop-up that basically says, uh, hey, hey X, this app would like to track you all over the internet. Uh, are you cool with it? Right? And obviously you're gonna say no, because who wants to be tracked all over the internet? Uh, in the past, right now, you're, uh, you know, uh, your IDFA just goes to Facebook, just goes to mobile marketing channels, no, no permission required. Starting January, everyone's going to be asked for permission and everyone's going to say no, which means Facebook don't, won't know where you made your purchases, which is great for consumer privacy, by the way, right? You don't want companies following you around. You don't want companies to know where you're, Made purchases, uh, you know, if there can be egregious consequences to this. Let let's just say, you know, uh, you just broke up, you started using a dating app, and you're hanging out with your buddies. You don't want to see dating ads on your Facebook feed because all your buddies will know, oh, this person just broke up. And that's the most simple example of the privacy ramifications of all of this. But what this also means is starting January, your targeting is going to be completely broken, there's just no way you're going to target people on Facebook ads as effectively as you're doing now. Uh, so if you're looking to scale, performance is going to fall off a cliff. There are a bunch of uh, walkarounds, uh, workarounds, there are a bunch of solutions which I can speak to. But at a very high level, that's what's happening with IDFA deprecation. So Shma, in somebody's commenting, maybe your volume we can adjust your volume a little bit to get it a little bit louder, but is it the impact is, Hey, now, like you said, the targeting. So like, can we, are we no longer allowed to do lookalikes and we can only, you know, focus on other types of targeting, like people who like certain things, how does that impact our targeting? Yeah. You, you have to rely on interest, like, uh, you know, or interest targeting primarily it's people who like X on Facebook, people who like Y on Facebook, you know, which has some impact, right? So which is not completely flying blind. But I think where this also breaks down is you cannot optimize for purchases. Right now, you can tell Facebook, hey, I want, uh, I want users who make purchases. I want high value users. Under iOS 14, you can't do that because Facebook won't know who are the high value users. Got it. I like it. All right. Yo, the, when you talked about adapting, I was going to go into the question, but we'll stick on this for a little bit. When you talked about adapting, how can we adapt? I have noticed that a few of the apps are now popping up on that very first open saying, Hey, would you like personal ads or would you like non-personal ads? So what are other ways that we can be adapting? 
Yeah, so that's definitely a way to adapt, which is customizing the consent form because you you know if the user says yes, I want personalized ads, you can still collect their IDFA. You can still personalize ads to them, right? So one way to adapt is to test that consent flow and maximize the percentage of people who say yes to that. Uh, you know, some people have done experiments and uh, gotten that to as high as seventy percent. However, the vast majority of people expect it to be anywhere from 20 to 30% of people just will say yes. Uh, that's one way to adapt. And the other way to adapt would just be to use Apple's solution. Right? So Apple has a solution for this. It's called SK Ad Network. Uh, and uh, again, I can go into the weeds to the extent that it's possible. But, you know, like I said, you cannot tell Facebook. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah. No, I would don't just because I changed the camera. You don't think that I'm yeah, trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think okay. I think I would love that if you if you get into the yeah, lead. Yeah, 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 I will. Right, I'll speak to the high level. At a high level, what's happening is you know you, right now on Facebook, you you say, hey, this user made a purchase. This user made twenty dollar purchases, fifty dollar purchases, and Facebook knows that's the kind of user you want to get. Starting January twenty twenty one. With SK Ad Network, you're going to be saying, "Oh, this uh, this user is a high value user, but we just don't know how much purchase they made." And you need to define what that value is, because uh, SK Ad Network has a conversion value framework uh, where uh, basically you can set up your app that says you, you can set up conversion values in your app. Uh, you can say, "Hey, if a user registers," their score is one. If a user registers and completes level one, then their score is two. User registers, completes level one, uh, makes the first purchase, their score is level uh, five. Right? So you can assign a score or a conversion value, which does not con uh, correspond to the revenue, unfortunately. Right? And Apple has a bunch of other caveats around this, which makes sure that your conversion value is not purchase revenue. So you can still identify which campaign is more valuable. You just don't know how much money you made, basically. Okay. Interesting. And then how do you set that up, Shamoth? Is that within your Apple when you said Apple SK ad network? Is that what it is? And then Yeah. Sorry. Well SK ad network is the framework uh, that okay. is offered by Apple. Uh, you know, so you could in uh, you could implement the framework in your own apps, but uh, again, that would be the more convoluted way to do it. Uh, there are because I'm pulling this stuff up. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. SK Network, right? So that's how it works. If you want to scroll down, it shows exactly how. It, yeah, there you go. Okay. Right. So the, the, the there's like two timers, which gets somewhat complicated because. You can send a conversion value within 24 hours of an install, and you can send your next conversion value within 24 hours of the first conversion value, which means if there's a 24-hour time window when there's no conversion value fired, that's it. Uh, so for let me give you a more concrete example, right? Let's say a user signs, uh, installs today, registers today, does not open the app for two days, and then makes a $100 purchase you're not going to see that $100 purchase 
registered in SKR network because there's the time lag is more than 24 hours. And that's the start timer uh, mechanism in here. Okay. Uh, right. So you need to make sure conversions happen within a 24 hour time window. So Steve, to your question, how is this set up? Right. So oh, a, obviously you could implement and code uh, this directly in your app. That's certainly an option. Uh, but a lot of the MMPs are offering the SK, uh, a plug and play option. So again, if you're at a stage where you have an MMP, uh, ask them for an iOS 14 solution. Uh, all of them have uh, at least one version of SCAD network compatible MMP solutions now. Facebook has announced a solution, but has not released it yet. Uh, Facebook said, oh, we will have standard events, standard conversions uh, that you can optimize for, but there's gonna be very few of them uh, just to make sure we can standardize to the extent possible and it's compatible as SCAD network. They have released documentation, but obviously the ad account is not yet publicly available. Got it. Got it. Okay, perfect. I love it. Anything, we can go into the future if you guys have more questions too. Shmoth, I, this is why I'm so glad I have you in my life because I can ask you these type of questions because this is something yeah. that I know nothing about. So yeah. want to say hi to Alex. Good to be, good to see you here. We got Star Projectors who is here as well. Johan says this and Johan, I'm going to show you Shmoth's website so you can take a look. Well, what is performance marketing exactly, Shmoth? Yeah, performance marketing is if you put in $1 and make $2 back, let's just say. Uh, that, that's performance marketing. You, sh you know, uh, presumably once you uh, hit the ceiling on ASO, right, uh, and Steve's amazing at that. Steve makes all the magic happen and making sure you get organic installs. And once you're like, hey, I have a lot of organic installs, how do I go from here? Then you show ads on Facebook and you say, look, I'll, put, I'll pay Facebook $1, Facebook, uh, and I will get users from Facebook that will make me $2. That's performance marketing. I like it. Shmoff, I love how you're always using emojis. You're using emojis on your podcast. You're using emojis yeah. on here too. <laughs> yeah, we love emojis on the team. <laughs> I love it, man. Okay, cool. All right, I want to get into some of the, the apps we're going to be auditing. Mike is here. We're going to take a look at his app, Oomph, which is all about kickboxing type of workout. Yeah. Really cool app. So we're gonna take a look at that. We got warrior training and then we got habit flow and I've got some things already locked and loaded for you guys. We got this game that I'm eager to check out as well. But before we get into it, I want to go into a segment that I just started last week, Shamal. You know, I didn't tell you about this. So you, you probably not prepared and I didn't want to put so much onus on you, but it is called lame meter Essentially, I'm just going to tell you a joke. And so you guys, if you guys like the joke, here's what I want to do. Hit that thumbs up on YouTube. If you don't like it, I'm going to do something that the app store do. Just send me an email. Why you don't like the joke or just put <laughs> thumbs down into the comments. But if you like it, hit thumbs up on the YouTube like button. All right. It's very timely in the US. Obviously, we got an election coming up. My girlfriend said she'll leave me if I don't support Trump. So I said, okay, Biden. Do -do. Uh, All right. I, I need like, a little laugh track. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you score high on the limometer if it's lame? That's or... why people got confused. Yes, I do score higher. A 10 means completely lame. One means you love the joke, but people did could get confused last wait, week. Yes. If it's lame I mean. and I love the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to find some. All right. 
Why don't we get into, oh, Mike is here. I'm actually working with Mike, so super excited to be working with him as well. And then we'll we'll go in deep a little bit more, Mike, you and I, but just to get it off and for people to check out the app too. So I love it. When I first saw this app, I was like, dang, this is, this is really cool. So Mike wants us to focus on the onboarding process. All right, yeah. so do that. Yeah. I, I checked this out, by the way. I checked the two iPhone apps because I have that. Uh, so yes, okay. I have some notes. But Steve, jump in and tell me what, what you need to have happen. Cool. Let's do that. So I've got all the apps locked <coughs> up here. So I'm going to let's check it out for the first time. Any thoughts so far? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this so my first thought was you're uh, asking me to log in before mm -hmm. I really know what the app is about. And I get the visual cues. I see mm -hmm. the visual cues about what the app is about. Uh, I'm not sold at this point. Uh, so what I would recommend is check out some of the other health and fitness apps that I think Eat Fit does a very good job. Basically, they say, hey, let tell us some details about you so that we can customize this app for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and they say, hey, what's your age? What are your goals? You want to lose weight? Uh, and then, then it says, oh, we are doing our magic. We're making a very customized plan for you. And then you see the front screen and say, by the way, log in now and you can see this plan, right? So uh, I think my overall feedback on the screen is the ask for email and logins comes very, very soon before I'm sold on the app. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would recommend at the very least having selling me on something that sells me on the app uh, and definitely check out 8Fit, check out some of the other health and fitness apps. They're not directly competing with uh, what you do with kickboxing. Uh, yeah. But I think it's useful to take cues from those. Uh, the other call out I had was uh, the overlay text says start free trial. Again, uh, at this point, it's not clear to me as to what I'm signing up for. Uh, I would ask for the free trial somewhere in the app. So those are the top of mind thoughts uh, that I had based on this. Shamaf, you stole both my things. This is exactly what oh. I was going to say too. I love that yeah. thing, what you said. And I think what I love about like asking for some details about the user first is you're sort of getting them to buy in the psychological triggers that I say, hey, I'm coming into because I want to lose weight. I want to look better. I want to get toned. You get some of that user feedback. And then once a user inputs something, they're more likely, it's like, you know, the psychological, I put something to you. I gave something in the app, yeah. more likely to sign up and give you my email. And Calm does this as well. If you look yeah, at a lot yeah, of meditation, yeah, yeah. they all do yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I also like about 8Fit is this, they're like, oh, we customize this just for you. Yeah. Maybe they didn't even do that. Maybe they, everybody gets the same thing. Uh, but at least the user feels like, oh, this is specially done for me. Right? So, right. yeah. And then the second thing I was going to say the exact same thing is like start free trial isn't benefit oriented. And so, whereas, you know, I love the screenshots here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, quick and effective yeah. kickboxing workouts and you could say fitness workouts, but that's what I would probably put here instead of start free trial. Cause like who wants to yeah. start, well, you know, the benefit that we want is really like, Hey, we want to lose weight. We want to look better, whatever it is versus starting a free trial. Like that's just what we have to do to. Yeah. Resolve. Yeah. 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 The other thing that also jumped out to me was when I looked at the video on the mm -hmm. front screen and the app name, it says kickboxing fitness. Mm -hmm. And uh, I expected this to be 
only kickboxing. And when I take a closer look, it says cardio and kickboxing training. Uh, but again, having kickboxing in the name made me think it is just one form of fitness. So I was a bit surprised when this also said cardio. So it may be worth honing in on your exact positioning. Are you only about kickboxing? Are you about all sorts of workouts? So something to think about. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where uh, Mike is um, in terms of uh, you know, yeah, branding it and positioning it. Yeah. So here now he's asking, and I was wondering if he would ask after I signed in. So I signed in already. It says you can't just spell out. Yeah. So I'll put mail, obviously. Select your intensity. Let's go advance. Final details. All right. All right, y'all. You get to see my info. I'm just going to get I'm just completely. Damn, Steve. You'll know your, your weight today. My weight? All right. So I'm actually pretty good now. About 136. About yeah. five, seven. Uh, I like this. You burned. I don't know how you know that. Oh, okay. I guess this is a notification. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I actually thought that was an actual push notification. And I was like, okay. oh, wait. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's a dummy thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. It might be what testing think, or Yeah. And, like, it's enable notification. This is, I kind of missed this. And this is sort of. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So I might put dull this and make this even bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. I'll allow it because Mike. All right. So it hits with start for free, fast results. So I've heard very sort of conflicting things about that subscription screen. Mm -hmm. I know people who have that front and center and it works well, just conversion wise. Mm -hmm. And I also know there are a lot of user complaints about this and there are a lot of user cancellations. Uh, when you just give them a subscription screen up front, uh, clearly, you know, this seems to be very highly rated, so you don't have a user backlash from at least the people who are rating it. Mm -hmm. uh, I would consider testing the pricing screen at a different point. Maybe, you know, if it's working for you, great, and the conversion rates are good for you, and there are very few cancellations good for you. Uh, something to think about. I, I don't know, I, I, I haven't seen the metrics here, so I, I don't want to uh, comment. Yeah, and it looks like it's a either get in or get out type of thing, like pay pay us or don't use our app. So looks like there's no there's no freemium model behind this. And correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but that is interesting. And I'll go into some of the details with Mike on our a separate call. But I'm gonna go ahead and sign up for this just to see what yeah. we get. Again, I'm full disclosure. I'm working with Mike, so. But that's something I would think about too. I like the landing page. The pricing page is cool. It has all the social proof. It tells you yeah, exactly I, what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like the social proof on the reviews. I'm actually surprised more apps don't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I do like the social proof there. Yeah, and I think I would, it, it is something that Mike's gonna have to test, but I would try to test a freemium model where some things are free and then some things are locked because people do want to get into the app a little bit. Okay, I like this, so turn it on. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then you can get into probably working out. So I have to download the app, the download the workout first, and then it looks like it's gonna go into yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I think and we kind of hit on it, the onboarding, because Mike really wanted us to focus on the onboarding. I love the pricing page, the onboarding, what Shamath said, I'll kind of reiterate again, ask for the things that you're asking for, the mail, the weight, all that stuff, and then ask for the login because then you have some details on what they're looking to achieve. Then yeah. go ahead and ask for the login. And then what I would do, Shamath, too, is now that I've signed up, let's say I didn't, you know, like, hit you have that seven day window to hit them with a lot of push notifications kind of have yeah. that campaign in place have that email so that they stay on they don't leave because yeah. you know what i normally do too is i'll sign up for an app like this and i'll immediately go into the app store and then make sure i cancel the subscription so you want to yeah. make sure that they don't do that and how do you, i don't know how to do that properly yet but that's something that i would start thinking about too yeah 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 right and with onboardings a resource that i recommend to a lot of people is useronboard.com uh you get to see examples of a lot of apps and websites uh onboarding flows uh we had him on the user acquisition show mobile user acquisition show check out samuel hulek on the mobile user acquisition show he was great uh but this will give you a lot of inspiration for how to sell so some of these are websites you're on board yeah 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 some of these are websites go to teardowns in the menu yeah look at that oh there wow. you go. okay that's cool yeah, and Man. he's also he's also hilarious uh if you look at ashley madison he is <laughs> very hilarious uh is of, he just yeah. made a video out of this oh, okay. uh, it's a slideshow but uh yeah i yeah all right let's have an affair <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i like it <laughs> everything's yeah i think this is very sfw yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but but he's great he was on our podcast check him check out mobile user acquisition show samuel hulick uh, i think he gives some very solid pointers in in the context of that's awesome uh, yeah after we talk to him too that's great all right so mike did say that yes it is a pay or get out type of thing and you guys can check out shamash show right here the mobile user acquisition show and like I said, Shmoff loves these and he's got some really great guests on too, which I, I subscribe to and I'm like, oh, this will be a great guest for me too. And I'm always reaching out. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. You're the OG. You're the OG of podcasts. So. Oh, thanks, man. Okay. Well, Johan liked the joke. He said one in 10, which he agreed with you, Shmoff. It's like, I love it. Super lame, but okay. I still like it. And then I like this warrior tactical system little same thing one in 10 right like <laughs> plant everything else joe says looking sharp thanks joe oh look sharp looking ui i thought you were talking about me and my outfit Steve, yeah. your ui he's talking about your yeah, UI. Just, you should be talking about my ui not mike's ui but mike's ui is yeah. just this is you know who's my stylist shamath is my my seven-year-old daughter she she puts outfits together for my youtube live Dang. stream Hey, yeah. you know, I like to dress up, put on a tie, and she picks uh, the things. She's got, a, she's got a business too, right? I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started selling cups and stuff. I saw that, yeah. Okay. Joe says, this loading screen is a bit confusing to me. You should specify what the progress indicates. That music icon to the right almost may look like it. Yeah, it, it kind of did too. Well, yeah. I was a little bit afraid of why it's a download mic instead of just start, which is, it's kind of counterintuitive because I'm expecting a a start button and I didn't know it had a download. So maybe just say start, start or has to download first. I don't know. I don't know how I would tackle that Shamoth, but that's what I, whoops. I thought I was showing my screen. That's what I would do too. Right now, you know, I downloaded it. Now I have it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird yeah. seeing download first. Yeah. Cool. 
All right, let's get into our next app. He's here as well. This is Paul, I believe. Let me look it up. Yep, Paul Clark. Onboarding, features, and monetization. So Warrior Training Finder. Now, I'm going to assume Warrior Training is something that most people know, but judging from the screenshot, Paul, I have no idea what this app is about. If I don't know what Warrior Training is, do you know what Warrior Training is, Moth? Like, I have no idea what this app is about. Uh, uh I didn't until I checked out the inside of the app. Okay. So good note. Yes. Yeah. And I see the defensive handgun level one, but that's not visually obvious to me. Uh, yeah. So you, you couldn't find it, right? Yeah. It, it's on the screenshot, second screenshot. Oh, defensive handgun level one. Yeah. I yeah. Believe yeah. And your third screenshot's practically empty. So that's a lot of real estate that could be used. Uh, yeah, I see find trainings. It's unclear as to what kind of trainings there is. So it I think like you'll find be used. training in firearms, martial arts, and emergency medical training close to home. Okay. All right. So I don't know if warrior training is a well-known thing. If it is great, I didn't know anything about it. So maybe the audience you're trying to attract Paul knows, and that's why they're searching for warrior training finder. And then hopefully you they find your app let me just look up warrior training and this is the the problem with just using my personal account my name main account on this stuff but who cares we're all family here so let's what what happens when warrior training so again i don't see this is this is weird because i would expect something similar right shaman like hey warrior yeah. training people would this is a well-known thing I thought I would find something, but it looks like I'm not finding anything. And when I do this, obviously I see your app. Looks like he has a book too. Okay. So again, like the ASO option obviously can be better optimized. If you're going after firearms and jujitsu training or whatever kind of training you have, like all these subcategories, then I would try to put that into the screenshots. Your screenshots need a lot of help, Paul, because I have no idea what this app is about. And so what you put in the description, and this is a pitfall I see most people do, the description has so much more detail, but the problem is nobody's reading that shit. And so just put all that stuff, like find the best events when it comes to that, 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 that. And this is an old Uber screenshot that I always use an example of, but they had the types of cars on the left. And this is what you can do, you know, find the best trainings for this, this, and this, and then have a little bit of the app, but you don't need much of the app, but I would probably put that in the screenshots because that's what most people are gonna see. Okay, I'll shut up, Shamoth, if you want to add anything. All right, let's 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 take a look at the onboarding process. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, no. When I see something like that powered by, I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those type of apps. No offense, Paul, but it's like, oh, it's not native. Like, when I see that type of branding, I'm always, I'm sure the native, like, the normal user doesn't give a crap. But, like, as somebody in the space, we're always kind of like, oh, what does that mean? Okay, stay connected with all your favorite classes. Again, add yeah. Go ahead, Jamal. You say it. Yeah, 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 right. So favorite classes of what kind, right? So it's not immediately clear to me. And there's just a lot of real estate on the screen that is that should be used. Dan, it should be used. Yeah, agree. We're thinking the same thing, so I'll let you lead. Be in the know. Same yeah. thing, uh, right? This is also more impactful once you've sold them on what the app is about. Yeah. Uh, at this point of time, I don't know enough of the, about the app to say, hey, should I figure this out, right? Put us on the map. Again, I don't know 
how this is going to help me. Right. And then I'll create an account. Now you need and, to ask uh, again, uh, same thing. And I could combine this screen and the previous screen into one. Yeah. I didn't have to click OK to see the email, emails. Again, look at user on board. He gives a ton of examples about just things like this. And it could be a limitation with that yeah. mobile, it's 360 he's using, but at the same time, like, yes, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to try to log in with this now for a finder app. I don't know why you need my login, right? Like if you're just your end goal, think of Google. They're like, they don't, they just want you to search and get the hell out. Right? So if you're trying to get me on the benefit of the app and finding a class, like why can't you just show me the class rather than me having to sign up? Yeah. So if that's the main benefit, and I don't know what the monetization is going to be, but like that's the main benefit. Then why are you making me sign up? So I will sign up just for you while I do this. I'll hide my screen. All right, back earn rewards. All right, Steve Young. There you go, Paul. Whoops. Okay. Again, like, oh, is this the banner? It's supposed to be a banner. What is this scrolling thing? Back pain coach, best natural painkiller. Uh, again. Oh, shit. That. And, and. Oh, what, what is this, Paul? Come on. You're. Now I'm regretting this. This is one of these like, am I on a legal app right now? And you're like, where's my ad blocker right now? Oh man, everything's just taking me to the web. Paul, 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 Paul. What is going on, my friend? What? I have no idea how you're making money, Paul. And how you want to make money? I don't know if it's an affiliate. You're, I think you're in there. I'm taking notes. Great stuff, guys. Affiliate links. Okay, that's how you're making money. Okay. But Paul, like, I'm assuming if I hit one of these offers, then you get. If I buy one of these, then you get an affiliate deal. Yeah. Any that Shema? <laughs> Before I rattle on. Yeah. I I don't know how the affiliate deal is working, Paul, but. Uh, it's it's a percentage game, and it's in my experience, it's extremely hard to make affiliates work on an app. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm curious how successful affiliates have been for him. Yeah, it can work. I have a friend who is in the travel space, and he making he makes affiliate yeah. works by selling the different tours and stuff. And so Paul, what you have to think about too is find a training, you get paid, I'm assuming. He's like, I'm a rookie. I'm sorry, Paul, just trying to be honest here. But the what I would say is, what is the benefit to the end user? If it's find a training, then allow me to find a training. And that's what you know my friend does. So he ranks really well for like a lot of the top destinations when we used to be able to travel. And then within that, he's giving me content on things to see and then obviously I can buy tours, which he gets a commission of, and he's built it into a multi-million dollar business. But the fact of the matter is for you, like what's the main benefit? If I'm coming in here to find certain things, it's really a bad user experience that you're taking me outside of the app again. And I don't know why you're doing that is if there's a way to keep it within the app, do that because then I'm like, wait, do I, 
you lost the trust with me when you took me back out of the app because then why did I need an app in the first place for this? And so even when I click find training, you're taking me out. So I don't know if you can somehow leave it within the app. I actually think these, this scrolling thing is a bit confusing and distracting. Yeah. So if you have offers, then I would put offers in there like form. You might not need it yet. Like it's no, it's, it's completely empty. So lose that tab and just put offers, right? Or main yeah. thing, like this is. Yeah, and it seems to me, and Paul, please correct us if I'm wrong, but it seems to yeah. me like your main value proposition is find training near you. So I would highlight that front and center. If the thing is find training near you, show 10 trainings near me, basically, yeah. right? Or show top, top 10 trainings in the United States. So right. it becomes very, very clear. The fact that it, so he's just wrapping it and he's just showing me a website. So it looks like if I enroll in this, then Paul gets a little bit of commission off of it. Now, I don't mind this affiliate deal. Like, I think it can work. I just think you have to give the user the benefit of what you're trying to do. And so right now I would just put offers into its own thing and not have it scrolling and just remove some of these tabs that really don't make sense. There's when I see this blank page, it's like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, give me some tips, give me something here. Whereas like, if you compare it to something like Yelp, like they're giving me content right off the bat. And so you can use that empty space to show content, right? Whereas you, there's, everything's on the bottom. There's no content at the top, just wasted space up top. So, and then Joe says, a VIP access shows buttons to download the app, which the user already using no benefit there. Yeah, it's, I agree with that. Cool. Anything else you want to add Jamal? I think we covered. Oops, oops. I think we covered yeah. most of the stuff. All right. We got a question for you, Shamath from Johan. He's a young kid, Shamath on your website. You state that it's capital efficient. What is your normal investment in you guys? And do you guarantee that the ROI is greater than the investment? Uh, well, we only work with apps where we are confident that the ROI will be greater than the investment. So, so short answer, there's no guarantee, but we only work with those people where there's enough confidence. Uh, we work with uh, apps that are already spending at least 20000 a month USD. Uh, so if you're at that point, please feel free to hit me up. Yeah. And Shmoth has worked with a lot of big companies too. And so it's not like, I don't think, and Shmoth, you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like the beginners out there who are just looking to get started. Yeah. It's people yeah. who have done it in the space, looking to scale, need an agency to help with the scale. And yeah. you know, like, these are some, we, we share a lot of different clients too. And you know, yeah. so yeah. yeah. And your, your experience is from Fresh Planet, right? Was, was that the- And Zynga, Zynga. Zynga and Fresh Planet. So you know your yeah. stuff around. Cool, man. All right. And so let, let's see. Paul is saying my developer couldn't keep all in the app with everything I wanted. I can get rid of the ticker. I would do that, Paul. The VIP is for the paid version of the app. That's not really well known. Like maybe even just take them to that paid version. Because yeah. there's, there's a site called One Link that I have mentioned in the past. Yeah. Or make it a subscription. Right. So you don't have to, you can get paid every month. Yeah. Rather than just do a paid version. In fact, look at, the latest episode on the podcast it's called a history, brief history of app monetization uh it talks about why paid versions just didn't work financially for app developers and why subscriptions work so much better yeah 
I agree. So if you can pull it off in the subscription, great. If you want to continue with that paid angle, this is the site I would use one link dot two, one link dot two. You can just have one link essentially. And then depending on what device I'm on, they will take me to either the app store, the Google play, your website, so forth. So check that out. If you guys can do that, Paul. Okay. Johan says, all right, maybe in a few years, work on it. Johan, you know, you've made it. If you can work with Shamoff, how about that? <laughs> Joe says, oh, that wasn't clear to me. If you want to push the paid version, you should show the benefits. Yep. Agreed. Cool. All right, Shamoff, let's go into the last couple of apps as we got a couple more time. We're running out of time. Yeah. All right. We got this habit tracker. Now this app is focused more on growth. So we can help them out with this increase ranking on app store. And this is Rashan. So he's the habit tracker. Here's what I'll take the lead Shamoff and you can jump in. Sure, Here's sure, what sure. I found. It's from an ASO perspective, because I'm going to assume, right? Like the decent reviews, 35. And then from a downloads perspective, it's really, really low. It's like 100, I think. Yeah, 100 plus. So what I would do is try to work with, if you have a budget, try to work with Shamoff or an agency that can drive you downloads. Because this is how I feel, Shamoff. Like ASO wise, like you can't get going on Google Play without and like if you're just not, if you're completely reliant on it, you need to drive a bit of more downloads before you can start reaping the benefits and of an optimized listing. And on that standpoint, I know you're trying to do cycle base rush on, but cycle base doesn't mean anything to anybody. In my opinion, it just, he's talking about like, Hey, it's a 21 day or whatever day he wants. Yeah. One cycle lasts for 15 days. It's like, so what, like, who cares? Like put the benefit. We don't care that it's that. So it's like, you know, this is the science, if it is science back, science back of way of building habits, right? Like that's more powerful to me than you telling me that it's 15 days, which I don't really care about for me. Like I want my habits to stick. And so that's the, one of the reasons why people use the habit tracker. The other thing I would mention is, and I'll shut up soon. When I looked at the, your ASO is habit tracker is probably your biggest keyword that you want to target. So you're not doing that bad with your ranking 30. Again, what I would try to do is optimize for a habit tracker as much as possible, which you are kind of doing here, but I would lose cycle base and just have habit tracker there. And what I also do, because I did your keyword density on your long description, increase the frequency of habit tracker in your long description, because it's only at 1.31. And I've shared this last week, but use H2 tags in your long description and put habit tracker in there as well right now. Okay. I guess you're using each one tag, but you are using something in here, but when you're using your H2 tags here cycles, you're not optimizing the keywords that you're going after. So it looks like he is using H2 tags, but he's not optimizing for the keywords. Like rewards is not a good keyword to optimize for. Anything you want to add Shema? No, this is, uh, yeah. You covered most of them, the most important things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. the one thing I would add is, you know, Steve, when you said, hey, uh, you need to drive downloads, you don't need 20K budgets to drive downloads. Uh, you can do DIY campaigns on Facebook that are relatively straightforward to get your basic flow of users. Uh, again, we have a bunch of episodes on the podcast, which is like how indie developers can get started with Facebook ads. Uh, so check that, check that out. But it's not hard to set up super basic ads, get some downloads going. You don't need 20K budgets for that. 
Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, what would you recommend for an app like this that came to you and said, Hey, Shamal, I want to get some downloads. Where would I start? Is it just Facebook ads too? Yeah. Just, I, I would just say do Facebook ads. Uh, yeah. And again, I have more details uh, on the podcast. Just look up how indie apps can get started with user acquisition and you should be able to find it. Yeah. It seems like Facebook. Hey, Shamal, have you, what's a question that I wanted to ask? I forget exactly what I was going to say. Oh, come to me, but I'll, I'll toss you with this. Are there different channels that you're starting to explore now? Like what is, what is the most exciting? I know back in the days and maybe it was a year ago, we started talking a lot about TikTok. but what is, what is something that you're very curious about these days? I don't know if there's any breakout new channel per se. TikTok's still in the mix. Snap is still in the mix. Uh, Facebook and Google are still the big uh, channels. So I don't know if there's anything that's, strikingly new lately and then from a ad creative perspective are you still finding that these short little videos are working they definitely tend to work well yeah yeah cool. and again i think it's very genre dependent right uh certainly for the couple of apps that we saw testimonials could work very well for health and fitness you can and should show testimonials users speaking to the camera that tends to work very well yeah, we're going to, so I'm going to have somebody on next week. We're going to talk all about UGC content and how you can utilize that for, for advertising. Is that something that you guys are doing a lot of too? Yeah. Yeah. Significantly so. Yeah. Sweet. All right. We'll go to one last one. So this is the app Christmas games, super new again, our June downloads. I don't know what to say. It's like the same advice and the same questions come up day in and day out. Here's what I would say. Cause it looks like a game and we could probably play it. Jamal. But like, essentially what I would say to this, Arjun, is look, try to run some quick beta tests to get the app going. Whoops, I thought I was showing my screen. To get the app going, because right now for games, like as much growth you can possibly drive it, if it's not something that people are going to play, and with Google, you can easily see, oh man, how come this thing is not flipping? Oh, maybe I have yeah. to... Yeah, I think that's also good feedback for Arjun. Like landscape games are far less common. If that's an, maybe it's too late to change it, but I would consider rethinking that to portrait because the vast majority of games are portrait mode. Right. And I could talk to you about growth and here's some campaigns that you would run, but essentially you would just be wasting your money. Because look, the game is too simple. And I'm just sliding back and forth trying to catch these presents. While cool, it's not that cool. And your retention probably sucks. So I wouldn't spend any, like, what are you going to do? You're just going to, you have a leaky bucket right now. And so you spending any money on marketing is just going to lead to you wasting money. So what I would try to, what I would say is harsh. It's focus on building a better game right now. Cause I don't, I think it's too simple. And that's what I normally yeah, say when I, when yeah, I yeah, you're monetizing via ads, it sounds like, yeah. 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 Great. So, all right. Any questions for Shamoff before we got to take off? Shamoff, anything you want to cover that I, that we might have missed? No. Oh, I think the, fir the first two guys, check out user on board. Everybody check out mobileuseracquisitionshow.com. Uh, Samuel Hulick's episode's great. Uh, how to get started as an indie app developer is great. Steve, I don't know if there's space to link to this. I can send links yeah, I will. necessary. Yeah, I can send through links so that you can put those in the show notes for how small indie app developers can get started driving with Facebook ads and start driving downloads. Uh, like I said, you don't need tens of thousands of dollars for that. 
That's awesome. And then I got like this. You, we start, you, there's SK ad network that you're going into a lot. That's awesome. Story driven, IDFA. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, if you can link that, if you can send that over to me, I will link that into the show notes as long as the YouTube description as well for those who watch it in the future. And then next week, guys, we're going to talk to Thomas from Sapphire. You guys want to, if you guys are interested in working with Shimoff, once again, go check out Rocketship HQ, rocketshiphq.com. And then the podcast, once again, is the mobile user acquisition show. All right. I don't see any questions coming in. Next week, we're going to talk about UGC content with Thomas Ma from Sapphire Apps. He's been, he's got a really affordable way of doing it, but he works with influencers. He gets them to create really cool videos and you're going to see those and then have his clients run them as ads. So he only focuses on focus, like making those videos and the clients build the ads around that as well. Shamaf, thank you so much for coming on doing this, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Steve, always a pleasure. Always an honor to be here. Thank you guys for watching, listening, however you guys are consuming this, and I will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Take it easy, you guys. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.